Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hashtag Self Care, the podcast. I hope this episode gives you some food for thought when it comes to your own self care. I hope it gives you some breathing space and encourages you to find some much needed time in your own day to look after your own needs. Without further ado, here's the episode. Well, hello there and welcome to the first ever episode of my new podcast, hashtag self-care. I think this is so incredibly surreal. Um, I wanted to start by saying thank you so much to everybody for the support when I announced the podcast last week and for all the lovely kind messages and just to hear people saying that they're looking forward to this podcast gave me such an unbelievable fire in my belly to really try and make this as helpful and as good as it can be, I guess, because this is something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. My priority really is to help people and that's just the kind of person I am. I've always been like that. I just, if I can say something or do something that's going to make someone else's day a little bit easier or is going to give them a new perspective in any way, then it'll be a job well done for me. And that's just something that makes me feel happy inside and there's no other way of putting it it's a bit hallmark it's a bit much I know but it's just it's just what I'm like um anyone that knows me in person will know that that's just the way I am I suppose I'll start by just introducing the the podcast and and what this is about and what I hope this kind of is gonna do for people um I think the timing of this podcast is probably on purpose but also I didn't plan it to necessarily start this week but I think during lockdown people had to find things in their day that they looked forward to and things that helped them separate their weird hybrid home office restaurant crash school environment into different categories so that they could kind of live a semi-normal life in the madness of being at home a lot and I think through that a lot of people realized that you know there were things right under their nose that actually brought them joy and that you know helped them escape whether it was in the evening or in the morning time or after lunch or whatever and it took you know really thinking about that to see those things and, and, and I suppose that's the point of this. It, it, it is intentional. Most of us are, are going around, you know, in a state of autopilot, loads of different hats on, you know, some of us are parents, some of us are working, you might be planning a wedding, you might be caring for someone in your family, you might be trying for a baby, you might be pregnant and you've all these different hats on you and all these different roles and responsibilities and expectations that you have of yourself but also that people have of you and in the middle of it all you're supposed to try and look after yourself and you know you'll see this word self-care all over the place it's on the internet it's hashtagged on instagram there's another picture on your feed of someone in a bubble bath and you're thinking what am i missing why can't i find that space for myself or you know i don't have a bath (laughs) i guess i'm here to show you that it doesn't have to be that typical picture of what maybe you currently think self-care is all about and actually self-care is more of a state of mind and it's something that I am continuously trying to achieve 
um, intentionally. And again, that's the point of this. I don't think any of us wake up in the morning and top of our list of priorities is, you know, I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to feel my best today. I'm going to try and find little pockets of time today somehow to just feel joy. I think we wake up and we change nappies and we have a shower and we put the breakfast on and we do the dishwasher and then we go to work and then we come home and then we're tired and then we do bath time and then we do this, this, this and the other. And I think days run into each other, weeks run into each other and before we know it, we have another birthday. And I just think life, modern day life, is crazy busy. And we are all completely oversubscribed because that's what we think we're supposed to do. You know, I, I'm definitely one of those people. I think if I'm not doing a million things at once, then I must be missing something. You know, I couldn't possibly have my stuff done for the day and just be able to chill. That doesn't feel right. So that doesn't come naturally to me. So for me, self-care has definitely been something that I've had to really, really purposefully find in my day and in my weeks. And I would go as far as saying that now self-care is a priority for me every single day in one form or another. But I suppose I want to help break it down a little bit into some of the things that I've realised and maybe some of the mistakes that I've made in the past because I can already see a massive, massive difference in how I feel about myself. And that's what this is about. You know, self-care, it's more than a face mask and a bubble bath and a fluffy pair of socks and actually that sounds like heaven to me and I really am one of those people that really enjoys that type of thing but self-care is whatever you need to look after yourself it's so intensely personal it's not something that a hallmark card can tell you it's not something that you know an ad on the telly can inspire you to do it's something that needs to come from your own heart I suppose like for one person self-care could be going to get a tattoo you know for another person it could be having a skinny latte and for the person beside me it could be going for a run in a specific location it's the thing that makes you feel alive and that makes you feel like you are worth intentionally doing things in the day that only benefit you in the short term. So the purpose of running that bubble bath, if that is your self-care mode of choice, is to really just connect with yourself or to just switch off. Or I know for me, a lot of the time, the bath is one of the very few places that I won't bring my phone. And I will admit, I have also brought my phone to the bath. And I've thought, you could drop your phone in the bath and if that does happen, you're going to feel really, really, well, annoyed, but you're going to feel really silly because people would say, well, why, why did you do that? And I've had those conversations with myself, but, you know, it might be reading a book, it might be cooking. You know, I've had some really lovely, relaxing um, days where I potter around tidying up and it, it feels like self-care. In fact, I just did that this evening and that's a really good example you know, I made lasagna earlier on purposely so that, you know, dinner would be sorted when I got in this evening and I wouldn't have to make the mess at dinner time, if you know what I mean, so that I would kind of gift myself with, okay, I'm making the dinner early and, you know, I've had to move things around to, to make that happen. 
but it's for a bigger reason and the reason is that I want to be able to later on eat the dinner not have to do the massive cleanup and um, because I want to get organized for the weekend and I had a lot of things to sort out and clothes to fold and I just couldn't find any time in the day to kind of just do that and do it without stress so I was like okay what do I need to do to make this happen I need to make the dinner early which involves getting the ingredients figuring out what I'm making making sure I have what I need finding time to actually make it which meant that I had to rejig the morning but it made sense to me because it meant that this evening when dinner was done there was no cleanup because we made we had lasagna just in case you're dying to know <laughs> and um, there was very little cleanup because it was a one pot dish and it's one of those dishes thankfully that everybody eats and I knew that I could fairly quickly escape the kitchen after dinner and that's exactly what I did and I went upstairs and for me self-care this evening involved sitting in my bedroom with a massive bucket of clothes that needed sorting out and playing voice notes on my phone that had been building up over the day and that might sound stressful to some people because it sounds laborious it sounds like a chore it sounds almost stressful but actually it was quite the opposite because these voice notes were from friends family members people I'm invested in people who I may not have had an opportunity to talk to on the phone in a while and we were having a proper catch-up through long voice notes which you know I don't know if you are into it your friends and family but I love a voice note and I didn't want to half listen to the voice notes and um, some of the things that were being said mightn't have been appropriate for children's ears so I wanted to just be in a room on my own and I wanted to like catch up with my friends and that's exactly what I did I went up to my bedroom I folded the clothes and I listened to my voice notes and in peace but to make that happen I, I kind of had to think about it like really early on in the day and it might sound very convoluted and complex but that's how important it is to me now to find some space for myself in the day um, it's different every day you know sometimes it's going for a walk in the morning with the kids um, and grabbing a coffee I don't grab a coffee from the coffee place every morning because I feel like it almost loses the novelty but it might be once in the week that I go to the coffee shop and I treat myself to an oat milk latte or something nice or a flapjack and you know this week I actually said okay that's three weeks in a row now I've said the words I wish I had a coffee holder on my buggy and what am I waiting for so you know a few days ago Peter actually got me one on Amazon and it arrived this week and I it, it made me feel so unbelievably excited because I thought that was a piece of equipment that didn't cost a lot of money a couple of euro and the sole purpose of that little piece of equipment for my buggy was in my eyes self-care it's a little nugget of joy for me in the day it was walking along with the coffee and not spilling it while I'm trying to push the buggy with one hand and it just brought me so much joy similarly I was watching um, a Law of Attraction live video the other day. My mom was doing it with Lorraine and she mentioned the name of a specific um, incense stick. And I knew exactly the one she was talking about when she said it because obviously I grew up in a house with my mom. And she had the name up. It was like Lamar. Anyway, I can't remember what it is, but it's Champna or something. And the minute she mentioned it in the video, I paused her video and I went and I just Googled it. And the first website that I found that would deliver it to me in the next couple of days, I just ordered it there and then. And I almost did it with a sense of like hyperness, 
is the only way I can describe it. Like not stress, not panic, you know, not even urgency, but like, yeah, I love that smell. I haven't smelled it in ages. I love incense. I haven't had incense in so long. There's a recommendation, crystal clear. Um, I know I like it, so I'm going to order for myself right now. And I just felt really good even pressing the word place order. And this is the thing. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, okay, they're all financial things. You know, you bought a little device for your buggy. Now, that was about five euro, first of all. But I understand that it's, you know, five euro is still five euro. And also in the same way, like getting the incense, you know, okay, well, that costs money. It definitely doesn't have to cost money in any shape or form. But I suppose it's worth mentioning money because I think for a lot of us, the obstacle between ourselves and self-care is a financial reason. And that's not to discount the very real and valid stress that money brings because, my goodness, I know. I know that feeling, trust me. But I suppose some of the time, it's a very good reason not to look after ourselves, but it might not actually be real. And when I say that, I mean... If my son wants to do another term of his football academy, I find the money. If my husband needed something for work, we find the money. If something broke in the house and it was something that we needed, like a kitchen appliance, we would find the money. You know, if the kettle broke tomorrow or something. You'd figure it out because it was important and because it was something that you didn't really want to go without. So even if you know, in the weekly, monthly budget, it didn't, you know, there wasn't a place for it and you hadn't planned for it, it still mattered enough to make it happen. And I think for me, the penny dropped in that sense a couple of years ago when I kept saying, oh, I don't want to do that yoga class or I don't want to do that um, counselling because, you know, it's money and, you know, I don't have the money and it just seems so plausible and the only person I would be trying to convince would be myself but definitely counselling was where my self-care journey began, I feel, because it helped me really heal my relationship with food and some toxic behaviours I had in my life and towards people and, you know, some intrusive thoughts and just some really um, negative emotions that I just didn't know how to process. And I needed a professional to help me navigate that so that I could be happy. And for a very long time, I definitely used um, money as the reason not to. And the ironic thing is, at the time, it was a donation service. and You could pay anything between 5 and 20 euro, I think. And I remember someone saying to me, like, you know, but you could pay the 5. And I was thinking, yeah, well, like, 5 euro is still 5 euro. But that very week, I probably got three, three in ones from Charlie's. Remember Charlie's on Dame Street? I used to work in the Olympia Theatre and I used to pop in and get a three in one after work, if you will. Or a hot chicken roll to have at the back of the bus. Um, and that was my kind of comfort eating, secret eating days. But that's for another week. But I found the money because in that moment, I desperately needed and craved and couldn't be without the escapism and the high that that food was, was giving me. So I found the money. Like I still got the bus home that night. I still made it to work the next day. I found a way. And when it matters and when you need something badly, you will find a way. And the problem I feel is that people don't actually consider looking after themselves as a priority. It feels a bit extra 
and I don't know if that if you know you'll relate to that but it's a bit like okay well, you know I need to feed the family I need to pay the bills I need to go to work I need to look after the house I need to feed the, got the cat I need to do this do that and then there might be space at the end and if there's space at the end I might look after myself and I might go for a walk or get my nails done at the end of the month or whatever self-care looks like in your world but it's such an afterthought it's so even just the language there if I have time left for myself I'll consider doing something for myself and it's funny because if you were to think about like on the other end of the scale your children and if they needed anything it wouldn't be a second thought. You would just absolutely get them what they needed because you'd figure it out because it would be really important to you. And I think that is one of the biggest issues in modern day life. I think that we think that we're almost selfish and like cocky and a bit big for our boots and a bit of a know-it-all or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, if we are really looking after ourselves. And the thing is, if you're really looking after yourself, you are a bit big for your boots and you are a bit selfish and that's exactly what you need to be and a lot of us me included for a long time struggle to think that we could be important enough to really be top of our list of priorities because it's almost like if we're prioritizing ourselves in such a profound way then surely somebody must be getting less of us then so by looking after ourselves it feels like we're taking away something from somebody else and here's the thing you are that's exactly what you're doing you are taking your time back and nobody said at any point that you had to give x amount of time to the people in your life to be considered a good wife a good mother a good father a good boyfriend a good aunt, uncle, teacher, employer, whatever it might be. Nobody said that. There was no rules and regulations, but we've kind of given ourselves this strict, really rigid and unrealistic set of expectations for ourselves to just make sure that we are 100% there for absolutely everybody in our life as much as we possibly can be, which is lovely in theory. But it's a recipe for burnout it's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for having an absolute meltdown. Being fine for so long. I mean, I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but do you ever just feel like you can coast along and you can take and take and take and you're fine and you're, people say, how do you manage so much stress? And you're always busy and God, you just do, you're great. Aren't you brilliant? And you know in your heart, and I'm speaking from experience, that you are like ready to explode. And that when you do explode, it's not pretty because eventually it comes out but what we need to do is we need to take our time back and remember that nobody took it from us in the first place we gave it willingly and by taking some of your time back people are not suffering in fact it's quite the opposite if you take some of your time back so let's just say you spend a lot of time on the phone to a particular friend or you like to pop in and visit a family member a certain amount of times in the week or the month. Or you do X amount of activities with the kids. Whatever it might be. By changing those things a little bit. Like it could be the difference between instead of making three phone calls to a friend in the week, you make one. By actually changing something like that, 
you might be surprised by how little it will affect the person's life on the receiving end. But how positively it will affect your life is off the Richter scale. Because have you ever thought to yourself, if I just had a half an hour like to have a bath or, <laughs> it's funny I said at the start of this, self-care doesn't have to mean a bath and I keep going back to a bath because for me that would be one of my self-care kind of rituals. But have you ever thought, I just don't have the time. You know, I don't have the time to go for a walk in the evening, you know, for half an hour. I don't have the time to meal plan because, you know, life is one big rush, rush, rush. I don't have time to read. Who has time to read? Have you ever thought of those things? And yet, if you got a call tomorrow from somebody who needed you in your life, a friend or a family member or your boss needed something extra from you, you would show up. And like you would show up early for that because we love to serve people. And I think that's lovely about humanity. I think it's a really lovely trait and I think it's something we all can relate to. We like to feel needed, you know, um, I was listening to a podcast recently and it was quite a difficult listen. It was about a person who was having very dark thoughts um, and the person interviewing was asking, you know, what brought you out of that place and what, what helped you? Because, you know, maybe what, what helped you could help other people. And, and the man said, people kept telling me that they loved me. You know, they kept telling me, you're so loved you're so loved, we love you, I love you. And he said, I, I didn't hear that because I, like, I knew people loved me. But I didn't hear that. But when people told me they needed me, I heard it loud and clear. And I just thought, wow, that is so profound because I think as humans, we just want to feel needed. We want to feel like there are things in this world, whether it's people or tasks or talents that only we can do because it gives us a sense of purpose and it gives us a sense of identity and to feel needed is just the most amazing thing and it's funny because I'm smiling here as I'm saying this because it's the one thing my mom always says and here I am I've already quoted my mom twice in this podcast but you know she's like my she's like my uh my guru if you will but she always says you know I'll say to her mom sorry like you know god I feel like I'm just I'm, I'm on to you way too much this week and you've got stuff going on. And she'll say, Tracy, you know me, I love to feel needed. You know, and I do get that because I think when you're feeling needed, you feel like you have solutions and you're heard. You have a voice. People hear you. People see you. You're noticed. And I think that's so special. So I think that's why we show up so quickly for people when they need us. And it's why we like consider that to be really really important if someone needs us we're there like have you ever said that to somebody if you ever need me night and day I'll be there in a flash and we almost crave those situations where we do get called upon and have to show up and it's like look how well I showed up because that feels good and that shows people how good of a friend we are like we know we're good people but it really shows people in a tangible way how great we are and how much we love them you know it shows people how much we love them. But when it comes to ourselves, you know, we just don't hear it. And I've been in situations and I've seen people I love being, been in situations where the solution to extreme stress and overwhelm 
and just intense you know lows in their life has been something quite simple you know as you need to get out and get fresh air or you need to incorporate exercise in your life you know you need to get back to your walks because they were helping you so much or whatever it might be or you know you just need to take 10 minutes to, to meal plan and, and, and that will help that or why don't you write a list of what you have to do around the house you know something quite simple but because the task at hand involves investing in themselves and only themselves they're almost allergic to the idea of even going there because it's like no that's going to add another stress to my life because if I'm giving to myself I'm taking from someone else and I suppose I want to be the person this week to remind you that you're not taking time away from anybody you're just taking your time back and the whole idea of quality versus quantity there's there's friends that I only see once a month and they are some of my closest dearest friends and people I cherish so much in my life and if I didn't see them for two months nothing would change one of my best friends lives in Canada and nothing has changed in the I think seven years she's been gone because our conversations when we do have them and they're not often are so real and so pure and so just you know on a heart level that it's just there it's there we don't you know I don't need to look for it and that's because the quality of our friendship is really strong I have other friends who I could do you know what I'm saying it might take loads of different um activities and phone calls and dates and whatever to reach that level so quality over quantity is really important so reduce the amount of phone calls you're making consider stopping the overtime at work whatever right now is taking up most of your time just think about it for a second is any of it avoidable is any of it even adaptable because it could be something really really simple so for example I have a friend no names no scandal and she gets the dart to work or at least she did when work was normal a couple of months ago and she was talking to me about how her self-care is her you know commute to work every day and I never forgot what she said because something that so many people would typically see as this most stressful part of their day is actually her favorite part of her day because what she does during her commute is she does all her podcast listening and she has this massive list of podcasts that she really loves to follow and she's always on the lookout for new ones and in the morning she leaves her house 15 minutes early like earlier than she has to leave and she stops by a coffee shop that's a little bit out of the way because she loves the coffee and she has her little keep cup and she goes in and they know her name and she gets the same order every morning and she pops her earphones in and from the minute she picks up that coffee she's checked in to what she calls me time and that's the thing this whole self-care thing it's self-care it's me time it's whatever you want to call it but that space for her is so sacred it's so important it's so vital in her life now 
that she has actually said that if she had a day off work or if she got a lift in because you know the logistics and work were different or whatever she would really miss that part of her day and I just thought it was a really brilliant example of somebody taking their situation and their circumstances and really I suppose manipulating them in the best way possible to find time for yourself you know and she said she puts her earphones in sometimes she gets a seat on the dirt sometimes she doesn't but she has her coffee she has her podcast she stands there she sits there she walks to work when she gets off the pod um sorry off the dirt and she feels like it sets her up for the day and I said well what what about on the way home what do you do then and she said I, I, I listen to more podcasts and and I made the joke and I said oh but you don't have your coffee she said no but when I leave work I go into the canteen and I put a peppermint tea in my keep cup and that is my little treat on the way home because she doesn't want to have caffeine in the evenings and I thought that is so inspiring you know it's a real example of finding the extraordinary in the ordinary finding space for yourself even though on paper it might look like there's no space to take there's no time to give using what you have and making the most of it but really centering yourself in the middle of in the middle of it all and saying you know what I am important and she doesn't have to leave 15 minutes early she could leave later and sleep longer but that doesn't serve her as much as that lovely coffee and that relaxed start to the day and I actually can relate to that hugely um you know there's a lot to be said for the rushing and racing in the morning and running out the door and I think a lot of us start our day off in a really really stressful way and I think it's only a prediction for the way the day is going to go after that because if it starts like that it's, it just feels like a, a domino effect I think and I think a lot of it is down to time you know I in that example like that girl has to show up because she's chosen to she's chosen to set her alarm 15 minutes early she's chosen to walk a different direction so that she can bypass this little coffee shop that she really enjoys the coffee from you know she has to think about putting her earphones in her bag she has to clean her keep cup in work and put her peppermint tea in as she's leaving work and she has to do all of these things and they sound like work to some people oh I couldn't be thinking about that no that's just but that's how important that space is for her that's how important that time is for her and she is one of the happiest people I know and her life is not perfect and you know there's nothing different about her than you or, or me or anyone but I just thought it was a really tangible clear example of how you can find self-care anywhere in your day if you want to and this is the thing and this is the thing I want to challenge you to to think about this week is if not why not if you have no time in your week for yourself or let's even go further than that and say if you have no time in your day for yourself why not and really think about the reasons because if it's money could you change that does it need to be something financial if it's based on your work parameters like could you twice a week get out of the office and put your earphones in and listen to a podcast and go for a walk on your lunch rather than sitting in the canteen. Maybe sitting in the canteen drains you. Maybe you're sitting beside Jennifer from accounts and she's just a negative Nelly and she just does your head in. <laughs> Maybe you need to purposely just get out of that office for half an hour and 
smell some fresh air and see the trees and even walk in the rain. That's invigorating. But if not, why not? Because at some point, time runs out. And I don't mean to say that in a negative way. I mean time runs out, as in the day is over, the week is over. We're all getting older. And do you still want to be, you know, stressed and and writing a list in 10 years' time of all the things you wish you could be doing to, to kind of make yourself feel good? But, you know, the kids and the husband and work and the house and all, it's just all too much. Do you still want to be telling yourself that story in 10 years' time? And here's the thing. If you cannot justify that time purely based on the fact that you need it, because you do need it. We know you need that. We all need it. Do it for everybody else. Do it for your kids. Do it for your your partner. Do it for your sister. Do it for your best mate. Do it for the postman. (laughs) Do it for them all. Because when you are looking after yourself, when you're finding these pockets of self-care moments in your day, in your week, in your month, and your year, all of those people get the best of you. So imagine a world where you do have time for yourself and you do get to get your nails done more often and you can go and get that tattoo and you can reach that fitness goal and you do get to go away with the girls and all of the things that you envy when you see other people doing them. Imagine a world where you did get to do that. But at the same time, the people around you were much happier too because they get this really full, happy, content, self-assured and reassuring person who actually models a behaviour that will inspire them to. I definitely want my kids to look at me and think, you know, I remember my mum getting her nails done and I remember my mum going for her walk and having a date night with dad and, you know, fecking off upstairs to put away the clothes for half an hour and listen to a podcast or a voice note, whatever. And I want them to ask questions about that and for me to say, yep, and this is why I did it and this is why I do it. It's for me, which means it's for you. And I'm going to leave it there really for this week because I think I've, I've, I've spoken enough and I do want to kind of keep these podcasts at around a half an hour. I just kind of like a half an hour. I think it's a, it's my chosen podcast time. <laughs> I've listened to podcasts, I'm like, I have a half an hour, what am I listening to? But I hope that this first episode inspired you in some way. I hope it gave you something to think about. And I am so, so excited for next week. I have my very first guest and it's it's a goodie. It's somebody who's going to really inspire me and you. And yeah, I'm just feeling really grateful to just be doing this. So thank you really from the bottom of my heart for listening to this and for coming along on this journey with me and I really look forward to hearing your thoughts and to seeing you well hearing you or being with you next week please if you haven't subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on and I would be super grateful if you shared with somebody because it also just could be the very thing that somebody in your life needs to hear this week so have a great week and look after yourself bye 
And that is all we have for this week. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and took something positive from it. And I really, really look forward to catching up with you next week when we have another episode coming your way and another opportunity to help prioritize your own self-care. Speak to you then, guys. Bye.